Good morning, Little Prince and Princesses. This is Oprah Trade at Little Princess Talk Time. This morning is September the 29th, 2020. And we're going to talk about how the GDP affects per capita and how it affects your trading. And we will give an example using the, uh, the euro and the U.S. dollar. Okay, Little Princess, I hope you guys are practicing on forex do it even if you lose even if you lose the trading money you have to try it you gotta you gotta get a feel for it i can talk to you all day long but i can't get in there and do it for you so it's something that you have to do you have to know the platform hopefully by this time next week we will be using the platform and getting a feel for it um learn how to learn how to stop when you want to get out Learn how to put in a trade. Learn how to take off a trade. Um, And we will be talking about that. I will share my experience as I will go on Forex.com and set up a a demo account. And I will share my experience as I go through next week. I will do it the day before and I will share with you the following day. To let you see how I do and what I learn. There are... uh, different standard lots. So there's a standard lot, there's a mini lot. So we're going to begin practicing with the mini lot until we get the feel for it. And then we're going to go to a standard lot. You need to know how to set up a stop. I've never talked to you about stop and stop losses. I I know you need stop losses. Okay. And you need to, when I talk to you about support, your support would be where your stop loss is is. So if you get in a trade and your support is 50 pips or 100 pips away, you don't want to get in at that. That's too much of a risk. You want to get in at a lower at a lower risk. So basically you if that's what it is, then you go up 5 to 10. I it just depends on your toleration for risk. But I wouldn't go past no more than 5 or 10 pips if I'm trading a standard lot. If I'm trading a mini lot, I'm, it may vary. Because the mini lot could be a dollar lot. It could be a $5 lot. It could be a $10 lot. So it's just based on your, um, your, risk, your risk tolerance. Okay. So now let's finish up with the GDP. Okay. So we said today we're going to talk about GDP per capita. So what I'm going to try to do is talk to you about it from memory. Okay. So basically the GDP per capita is based on the amount of money that is spent by the government, by the spent by house, each household, and that's spent by import and exports. Uh, subtracting import from export. I mean, subtracting exports from imports. So what that basically is saying is it's giving you a total spenditure of everybody in that country. So they divide it by population. So what I want you to understand is they take an average because everybody don't spend this amount of money. But it says per capita. So that's what the per capita means. So for each uh, person in the United States, they're spending per capita per year. 50, anywhere between 53 and 54,000. I'm just going to give you a rounded off number. And that was done for 2019. I'm not sure what it is right now for 2018. But you can always go back. They, they have like an advanced um, 
option and then they have a actual just you know the actual thing that happened so they always predict based on the previous number so if you ever want to decide if you want to trade you can always okay so let's say that the gp for i don't know if they go by quarterly or monthly but if they do it just depends on that country if they go by monthly you just do go back to the previous month if they go back quarterly you go back to the previous quarter and just look up and see what it is. And just say, I want to say the example that they gave here uh, in the article that I'm reading, and it's from Investor.com. It was saying that the United States predicted a 3.1% increase in a quarter. I'm not sure which quarter because I don't remember. And I'm telling you this from memory. Uh, and then it said that was the advance notice, but the actual notice came out 1.5. And I think, matter of fact, this was in March. That had to come to me. It was March 28. And so what happened is that the market lost value, the dollar lost value in the currency market, and it went down, and which it did. I want to say it went all the way down to like 89 from 118 I think that's where it was or 109 or 107 or somewhere that's where it was so that's how the GDP really affects the currency market so it's it's an indicator that you want to be aware of when you're putting on a trade and when you uh getting ready to get into a trade or when you're getting ready to continue a trade you want to know where it is you want to know the advance as well as you want to know the actual the actual uh, GDP, and it just depends on the currency pair that you're trading. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk to you about is uh, how it, some example of how it affects um, a trade. Okay, so when trading the foreign currencies exchange, is an important economic data. The growth the gross dom- domestic product report holds a lot of weight for currency traders. It serves as evidence of growth and productive in the economy while signaling contraction in and withering one. So basically, if the country is growing, it's going to show a high number. If the country is contracting, so you know that when you contract, you're not expanding. So it's just the opposite. All right. So when the country is is uh not growing so that meaning they're not producing anything to make them grow and so therefore uh, if it affects the currency rate uh at rate of a change and although the there is a advance and a preliminary and a final gpd you always want to know what the final GPD is before you get into a trade. If you're never in a trade, you actually want to know what the last one is. So it is given out in advanced, preliminary, or preliminary, advanced, and then um, final. Okay. And then it says, and here's the example I was telling you about. It says, for example, the final reading a 1.5% growth compared to an early advanced relief of 3.5 is worse off when compared to a similar 1.5 print in, in both advanced and final reading. A positive growth figure is always good for the economy, but not when the final GPD figure dips below the advanced reading. So 
uh, I guess they, what they do, this, you have to remember, this is economics and finance, and what they do is projected based on uh, other factors, such as the, how the economy is doing, the interest rate, and stuff like that. So when they do their preliminary and, and they do their advance, they say, hey, this is what we think is going to happen. You know, they, they're forecasting what's going to happen. Sometimes they forecast and it come out accurate. Sometimes they forecast and it does not come out accurate because some major event could have happened, like uh, a good example, the pandemic. Who expected that the whole world would be sitting at home because they can't go out and work without getting sick? Nobody would have, um, nobody would have predicted that. So that's why it can be affected. So that's another reason. Then it says the expected reading requires a bit more comparison by the forex investors. The analysts or the traders will want to compare the current reading with the previous quarter reading. Okay, so like I said, they might want to compare it with the previous quarter reading if you don't have one. Um, and if you're not sure, let's say, let's say that, you know, next week we're going to, we're going to trade the E, the EUR and the USDA. So look up the forecast on the GDP, look up the CPI, look at the money policies, look at what the prime minister is saying in Europe, look at what the United States feds are talking about. You need a some type of understanding out of all that. And so we will do a homework. And probably on Friday, I will give you all those things that I see. And you can you can put them with what you see. And that way we'll have an idea so that when we start on Monday or Tuesday of next week, we'll be ready. Okay? Unless something else come out over the weekend. All right. So it says putting it all together. This is the whole point of talking about this. You have to put it together. And it says a good example, and they're talking about this past March the 28th. Uh, well, they're talking about March 28th, 2011. It says the, the EUR USD currency pair fell from 142 big figure over the past couple of sessions. Okay. And it fell got to a support of 1.4050. This is on the 60-minute time frame. So you working when you're trading, you're trading on different time frames. So the the long-term time, time frame means that you're going to be in it long-term. Short-term time frame means we're going to be in it short-term. So when we trade, we're going to all trade the 15-minute or the 30-minute time frame. We're not going to trade the 60-minute. We're not going to trade... The um, so when you're looking at uh, time frames on a chart, um, if you want to know what's happening and you can't see it in the four-hour time frame, you will always go to the thirty-minute time frame. And the thirty-minute time frame is um, is an indication of what's happening below at the from the minute up to the thirty minutes, and then the two-hour time frame is will tell you what is happening from the 30 minute up to the two hour and then the four-hour time frame will tell you what's going to happen from the four-hour time frame up to the daily so that's the way you trade you have to trade on on one of the charts so i'm picking the 15 minute time frame is where we're going to start at and that's just so that we can be in for 15 minutes and get out and then you know 
we're going to do like something like scalping and see what we can get within that 15 minutes. And then the longest time frame we will trade is the 30 minutes, which means that we may stay in for a couple hours and then get out. Remember, you don't trade all day. Nobody trades all day. There are different time frames. We said the best time frame is, and this is U.S. time frame, the best time frame to trade is between 10 and 2. And that's when the London market closes at 2 and the U.S. market opens at 8. And so from 10 to 2, they both are open. So that's the time frame we will be trading in. If you can't trade in that time frame, you can trade in the time frame that you're in the, in the, on the country that you're in. Okay, so it probably would be easier for you to trade your currency if you understand it better than it would to be to trade the URDUSD. That's what we will be doing. Okay, so anyway, so what happened is when they showed the that when they showed the the final reading for the GDP went from 3.5 to 1.5. So that was their projected growth and so they got a 1.5 as a final growth so that the EUR USD fell. Okay, and that's what happened. And then it says uh, this all happened on March the 28th, 2011. And then it says at that time it was revealed that the world's largest economy grew by less than what was expected. Instead of rising by an estimated 1.9, the United States grew by an advance of 1.8. So that's they were one one tenth of a percent short. This was also less than the 3.1 from the previous quarter. So they did too. They didn't meet expectation. And then the previous quarter was 3% and now they're at 1.8. So the U.S. dollar fell and helped the euro to retrace back to its losses. Okay. And that's how the currency market works, guys. You have to play with this. You... um you have to understand what is happening. It says the bottom line to this, the U.S. gross domestic product report is likely will continue to be an important release to consider when when coming to trading the foreign currency market. The traders who can understand how to interpret this data and apply it reverently to a particular trade will be the one that come out on top. So that's up to you to make sure you understand. If you have questions, I've been saying if you have questions, send me an email at cmbeacham43 at yahoo.com or cmbeacham43 at gmail.com. I haven't heard from anybody, so I'm assuming that everybody is following along and everybody is understand, understanding. All right, little prince to little princess. Until next time, enjoy your trading, enjoy your studying, and continue to learn how to apply all of these principles. Thank you.